0: Andy Murray's on top of the world this year. Balls. Well, Pooey give him a run for his money. Forehand. And Federer gets another tweener. Double. Kyrgios gets fined $10,000. Deuce. All pieces, jump smashes, win the match again. Advantage. Rayonic smashes the ball right through a human being. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Advantage Deuce for 2017. Andrew, how are you? Oh, I'm uh, smashing. Andrew, we just finished our first
0: year of Advantage Deuce, uh, which entitled, uh, how many podcasts did we do? I think three? (laughs) Uh, Three, yes. Yes, we did start uh, halfway through the season. Right. Yeah, we Uh, started- Congratulations, by the way. Oh, (laughs) thank you.
1: Um, well, congratulations to you too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. What do we do here, Andrew? We talked tennis. Um, we decided to start doing this podcast to discuss some of the major tournaments. So we just started to focus on the grand slams and here we are January, 2017 to discuss the upcoming Australian open, which starts tomorrow. And yeah, we're going to get into a lot of stuff here tonight. Um, uh, this could be a big year in tennis, Andrew. Oh, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of different storylines that could unfold. I personally feel that tennis is uh, turning a page this year.
0: And uh, what kind of page?
1: A page where the it's out with the old and in with the new kind of storyline is something that's on the bubble. It may or may not come crashing down around us this year. Some of these young and upcoming stars may take hold of the tour and conquer that's one storyline.
0: Right. And I look forward to these young whippersnappers mm-hmm. dominating. Another, another
1: storyline is the, is the two gentlemen at the top of the totem pole. And, you know, there, it's, it's quite possible that Jokovic could take number one back and dominate the tour for another year and win everything. And if that happens, that, that's the most boring a story that could happen and if that happens i guarantee you that we here at advantage deuce will probably be doing four podcasts
0: <laughs> i i agree with you i i do agree with you if um.
1: the next generation stars rise up and take over we could be doing a lot of podcasts this year because that is fascinating all these young whippersnappers rising up it could be uh, could be an interesting year and plus you do have the old guys still kicking around as well that could take a shot at that one last uh, grand slam as well so there's a lot of stuff going on I don't know where you want to start but I've come prepared with a few different things that I wanted to do tonight Uh, one of the first things I think we should do is we should uh, revisit our our uh, our selections that we made for those of you who don't know Andrew and I decided to play a little game between us. I don't really know what the outcome of the game is or whether we care what the uh, outcome is, but we decided to choose three players each that are outside of the top 30 um, last year around the French Open time. Just kind of track their progress and brag about our picks to each other and stuff like that. Who did you pick again?
0: I picked um, Gregor Dimitrov, Steve Johnson, and my wild card pick, uh, Joseph Kovalik.
1: Right. So, if we are to evaluate your your gentleman, uh, what, uh, what what did you find out this year?
0: Uh, let me let me find out.
1: <laughs> well, I can tell you, I'm, Dimitrov had the is, biggest uh, advance of any of our picks. So he right. He's at fifteen right now. He's at fifteen right now. I'm not sure he was just outside of the top thirty when you selected him, and we kind right. of we kind of expected him to move. Mm -hmm. and we all i mean hey i expected dolgopolov to move back into the top 30 and he moved he moved the wrong way i think you (laughs) think i don't know you don't know uh he is currently 69th
0: do you do you remember where he was at before
1: uh he was just outside of the top 30 as well so
0: (laughs) so he did move the wrong way uh,
1: he dropped like a rock and i don't know what's wrong with dolgopolov he may come back Up that list, but I have zero confidence in him moving forward. And I'm going to suggest to you that we wipe the slate clean and that, um, you know, we not really. uh, (laughs) Maybe we.
0: Well, maybe we take. um, The first. Sogopolov and Dimitrov out of this situation. How about we do that? I was going to suggest
1: that we take the first quarter of the year and make a whole new three picks by the French Open. That um, we wipe the slate clean.
0: Like starting right now.
1: And choose three new guys. But I don't want us to be under the gun to make those selections right now tonight. I would want to just say, we're going to say goodbye to our picks and uh, pick three new guys outside of the top 30 to move into the top 30 Okay, and come back to it. But in evaluating, so I kind of saw your Dimitrov pick and my Dolgopolov pick kind of on the same level. Like, yeah. those are the two guys that we thought, oh, for sure, they're going to bounce back. Absolutely. And, uh, Dimitrov, a lot of people talk about him like he's, you know, got the same, same sort of, um, movements as Federer does and that he's going to be a staple on the tour for many years to come. So it's no surprise that he has moved into, into 15, 15 position yeah. and Dolgopolov was kind of bouncing around with he's his dog uh, with his poor skin complexion and strange ponytail, <laughs> uh, around the same time that Raonic was rising up and, uh, Oh, man, did he ever drop like a rock. So something's going on in Dolgopolov's world, and uh, maybe he's just not committed enough to push forward. But goodbye, Dolgopolov. Mm -hmm. Next up, you had Steve Johnson. Steve Johnson, Johnson. He's 30th. I think he was, uh, again, kind of just outside the the top 30 when you picked him. I remember being pissed off that you kind of picked two guys like that. (laughs) Yeah. And I I stayed
0: true to the... uh, well, you, the American you picked, I picked him because you picked a young American, and I picked an American that I thought was going to advance. Well, but I find it funny that Johnson, to me, had a great year. He did have a great
1: year, yeah. So that just and it just speaks to the difficulty of this sport because you can have a great year like he did, and he's still kind of hovering hovering around the same area. Mm-hmm. Like he just he just kind of stayed status quo, really. I think.
0: This is interesting. The best rank that he had was 21st. Yeah,
1: okay. So he did move up and then he he fell back, I guess.
0: I don't know when he was 21st. That's just over his lifetime because he's not not that young. He's 27. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he was in 2016 last year. I pointed that out to you that he wasn't that. July was his highest rank and he's dropped back a bit here. And so uh, let's talk about your American. Oh, you want to talk about Fritz? Yeah. How did he make out? He was, I think, the furthest back for your picks. Well, when does the French
1: Open happen? It happens in May, like last week of May, right? I believe so. So if that's the case, then he was kind of in the late... He was he was in the seventy early, like 72, 67, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. In May. And he is now... Uh,
0: he's 93rd right now. Yeah, he's he's
1: further back than he was then. But, I mean, if you go year to year... He was January so, of 2016, he was 174th.
0: He just dropped 17 spots this week, so. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he, he got was 70, last year.
1: 76th. Yeah, a little bit
0: ago. But I
1: think that the point to me is like, if you go year over year, instead of going back to when we picked him, you go back to January 2016, he was 174th. Now he's 93. Mm-hmm. So he's managed to move the needle quite a bit. And I've read some articles, too. There's, like, a group of, I don't know, five or six young Americans that are rising up that, you know, in the same way that uh, Canada looks to uh, Felix and Dennis uh, Shapovalov. Mm-hmm. Like, those are Canada's next budding stars. There's a group of five or six Americans that are thought of in a similar fashion. And, and he's are, one of them. And are rising up. And he's he's one of them, yeah. He's one of this this group. So, hey, Uh, I think it's a good thing for America to have some horses in the race that aren't John Isner and Steve Johnson. These guys that are, you know, valiant and try really hard, but don't really break through. Mm -hmm. I think my most impressive pick was Mr. Edmund. Yes. Is he uh, British number two? He is currently 46th in the world. And if we go, I like doing the year over year. If I go back to January of 2016... He was yeah, like a hundred and second or hundred and two. He was one hundred and two, and now he's forty six. So yeah, moving right along.
0: That's similar to my guy. Oh, my what what guy. happened with Kovalik? Kovalik was way out though. You went Kovalik was uh, in May. Uh, he was one hundred and twenty seventh, and he's at one hundred and ninth right now. And he yeah. just beat Chilich.
1: Yes, he did in him. Yeah, in, in a small tournament very recently in the beginning of January. So. It, uh, Chennai. Yeah. So we're going to see more of these kids, I think.
0: Yes, I hope so also. I, I think these two outside, like, um, Kovalik and Fritz are the ones that are the most fun to pay attention to because I don't really know about either one of them, and uh, it's nice to see them move ahead.
1: Agreed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to say, we're going to bid them adieu, and we're going to try, because the purpose of this game, ladies and gentlemen, isn't just to play a game. It's also to uh, focus in on players that we wouldn't normally focus on and watch their development or watch their trajectory and see how they how they go. So I'm gonna actually propose that instead of like looking at it as a game that we're trying to win or that we're trying to beat each other, do it because you're interested in the player. Like choose three yeah. people that you want to watch, and those are our horses that we back and we watch to see how far they can go. Yeah and we'll try to treat it like that this time because it's more about the appreciation of it anyway, and in the end, I mean, I don't think either of us have the time or energy to hold each other accountable to our selections anyway, so (laughs) it's all a big joke. Um, There's a game that I wanted to play with you, though, Andrew, and maybe you just want to follow along with me here. I want to take the rankings in sets, and so we'll start with 1 through 10. So currently it's uh, 10 through 1 is Burdich, Nadal, Team, Silich. Monfils, Nishikori, Wawrinka, Raunich, Jokovic, and Murray. So the game is um, you can pick one or the other, just one answer. Um, Pick somebody that's going to move up or move out. So somebody that's going to make a significant advancement in the top 10 or somebody that's going to fall out of the top 10. And for the purpose of this being the, the top 10 ranking... Uh, it's probably going to be people that fall out because then we'll do the 11 through 20 and pick somebody that's going to go into the top 10 or fall out of the 11 to 20. Okay. Um, And it could be either one or both. It's totally up to you, whatever answer you want to give.
0: Well, yeah, I'll pick uh, to fall out. Um, I'm going to pick Nadal. Nadal's going to fall out. Of the top 10, yeah. So you're predicting uh, injury or something? Um, I'm guessing that he probably will be injured for some time this season but uh i also think that there's going to be other players that are going to start beating him earlier and earlier i'm
1: going to pick mofie
0: he's going to fall out hey he's going to fall out of the top 10 because he just had his best year ever
1: balance probability says to me that mofie has always been mofie and this is not who mofie is and he's 30 and that was his peak last year I hope
0: he wins the french open (laughs) last
1: year was his peak I know you like him, but I think yeah, I, do. I think he's, he's
0: done. The, he's the most fun guy to watch. I think he's done. That's yeah. And if that I makes had
1: sense. To, if I had to say anything about anyone moving up, I would say, I would say that team is probably going to have another consistent year and probably move up. Yeah, c- for someone that's in the
0: top ten, I think he's the only one that uh, could really move up, or or Raonic maybe. No, Reionich maybe is Djokovic is done, and it's uh, maybe it's going to be a Murray Raonic. I
1: was going to point out that when you look back, so look back at Nadal, look back at Federer, and I haven't been um, as obsessed about tennis long enough to go back further than that, but it seems to me that when a player peaks and dominates, uh, when he is exposed or when he shows weakness or when he falls back or takes a step back, he never really goes back to where he was. Like Federer went to first, stayed first, you and know, consecutive rec- like records all over the place for consecutive quarterfinals and semifinals and blah, 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 blah. But when he fell back, he never went back. Right. And Nadal, when he fell back, he never went back. Mm-hmm. This doesn't necessarily feel the same. Like, this this step back, like, I mean, Murray just, like, barely edged him out. So it doesn't feel like a full step back for Djokovic. But when you when you come back down that ranking, it's pretty tough to go back up and stay there. Mm-hmm. You've you've now shown to everyone that you're beatable, and that plays on everyone's mind, yours and every other player.
0: Yeah, we'll see how strong his uh, his mental fortitude is.
1: Right, and that, like I said at the opening, like that's a storyline that could happen. He could go back up and just dominate, and it could be boring 2017. But I, not that I, you know, I'm tired of him. It's not that I don't like Djokovic, like overall, like I think he's a great player and everything. But I'm just I'm just tired of one guy dominating all the time. I want to see different people win. I want to see great matches where you don't, you don't know the outcome. Like, just felt for a while there. Like, you watch a Jokovic match, and uh, when is he going to take over? Okay, here it is. You know, kind of the yeah. way that you watch Rounich and Murray now, where you're like,
0: oh, I think he's going to break through. Ah, motherfucker. And, yeah, and then, and then Murray just dominates. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So
1: uh, 11 through 20, we've got. So going from 20 to 11, Jack Sock. 20th, John Isner, Gasquet, Federer, Puy, <laughs> Dimitrov, Bautista Agut, Curios, Sanga and Goffin.
0: So, so, somebody
1: somebody moving into the top 10, somebody moving out of the 11 to 20. What do you got?
0: I have Curios taking Nadal's spot. I think they might make a swap. So Curios into the top 10, not Goffin. I thought you were going to pick Goffin. I well I think he is going to go in there also, but I I think Curios uh, is going to I think he's going to do some damage this year. Okay,
1: I am going to say I'm not going to say that anybody moves into the top ten. Although I do appreciate that Kyrgios and Goffin are probably the most likely. Uh, Dimitrov could also do it as well. But I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to say that Federer
0: falls out. Falls out. Yeah. Of the twenty spot. Yeah. Wow, it does make sense with uh, what seems to be injury problems. He's thirty five years old. Yeah, but even him, I think him at 40 could probably beat most people. I don't know.
1: I think he starts playing less tournaments. Yeah. And uh, I think that there's just uh, the, hey, um, the bracket's going to be harder, right? He's in he's in Murray's quarter. So what are you going to
0: do? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah, lose. Uh, that's could, what he's going to yeah, do.
1: Yeah, I could be wrong, but I don't. I mean, the reason why players are able to be number one and remain number one is because they get favorable draws. Once they get there and maintain it, so it's a lot harder coming from behind.
0: You know, I think Jack Sock might make the biggest improvement—not going into the top ten, but going from 20 to close.
1: Sock's been working hard, and I uh, there's articles written about him, and
0: they—he looked really good at the end of last year.
1: Yeah, and he looks good now too. But it's it's Sock. He's yeah. 24. This is a no, young I man's think, game.
0: Yeah, he's. I don't know. I think
1: Federer and Nadal were winning Grand Slams at 24. Sock is going to be one of these other another American that just flirts with the top 10, doesn't really break in, and if he does, he's there for a short period of time, has a few good showings and a few good tournaments, blah blah blah. Jack Sock is not the next Grand Slam winner for the Americans. Fritz is. We've been through this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, I don't uh, I don't really see Sock winning a Grand Slam, but I do see him making strides like i think he's in his trajectory arc for becoming the best player he's going to be and moving up a bit that's all 21 through 30 Oh, well, this I is easy to I pick who's going to
1: move ahead i don't know i don't know who's i don't know how far we take this game i'll let you dictate but 30 through 21 is steve johnson lopez muller tomich ramos vinolas simo zverev ferrer 23rd cuevas and Karlovic.
0: So you got to be thinking Zverev with me on this. I he's moving ahead. I
1: think there's really, yeah, there's only one choice for someone who's moving up, and that's that's Zverev, and he could be moving up.
0: Substantially. Substantially, yeah. yeah. He could.
1: I mean, there's a lot of buzz about the kid. If he delivers, then you're looking at top 10 by the end of the year. If you're if you're not w- a believer, then he's in the teens, right?
0: Did you watch him play a, a bit last year? Cause yeah. He, I, he looks... Yeah, he's going to be dangerous. He looks really good.
1: Yeah, like are you are you thinking top 10? Is that what you're thinking?
0: Uh, I think just outside by the end of the year, probably. Well, Burdich is probably falling out too, right? He'll be in Goffin's spot.
1: Yeah, okay. That's Yeah, something like that. 11. <laughs> so does Tomic explode at the Australian Open and uh, act like an asshole and embarrass himself and fall out?
0: Oh, is there an opportunity for him to play against Kyrgios? I did not think I no. saw that. No. That's too not bad.
1: A, not unless they meet it at a very... Un unrealistic stage. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I gotta. I I gotta wonder about Ferrer. I mean, he's thirty-four. Ferrer's gotta. He can't run forever. He's thirty-four, and his game is pretty brutal on the body. He's just like Nadal with his running around and sliding and bullshit.
0: It just looks like he's tired all the time. But I guess he plays better when he's like looks like shit.
1: I think I'll just go with Lopez. (laughs) He's thirty-five already close to dropping out of the. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna drop <laughs> he's 29th so he's probably gonna fall back yeah. a bit more it gets harder when you get into these uh later stages like simone i'm kind of surprised to see him at 25 but at the same time he's 32 so it's
0: so weird because simone sometimes looks great and sometimes looks like but he's, one of the worst tennis players
1: he's 32 years old like you don't even think about how old these guys are until you see them further down you know yeah like, Oh shit! How old is he? Oh fuck! He's thirty-two. Oh god! Oh, he's done. <laughs> like that's how fast. <laughs> that's how fast it happens for these guys.
0: Yeah, there is I, I guess there is like with the body, it can only take so much.
1: Yeah, and you and you especially keep, when you're in tennis. That's why this this game that I came up with is it's fun, but it's also like you get into forty through thirty-one, and I don't think it's worth it because you're talking about query, you're talking about Baghdadis. Yeah. There's a few guys there, like Sousa, but he's twenty-seven. So why are we talking about Sousa rising up and Klaizan rising up? These guys are late late twenties.
0: Well you got Del Potro in this one, he'd go right to the top.
1: Right. Well Delpo is, yeah, marching towards he's top ten, but top he's also 10. very conscious of his health and stuff right now too, so
0: Well he yeah, had both wrists. <laughs> yeah, he's just it's a problem.
1: Yeah, he's taking it slowly, which is good. You should take it slowly. Don't overdo it.
0: Stay on the tour. Stay
1: on the tour. That should be your biggest concern, Delpo. You got Alexander's brother, Misha Zverev, at fifty.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see him move around. I think uh, he might start catching up with his brother. I don't, I don't see him actually catching up with his brother. But
1: highlighting a few names, just just reading articles and stuff. Um, Your uh,
0: buddy Edmonds in here also.
1: Yeah, no, Edmonds kind of mentioned here and Kuznetsov there. Because is like a. Kuz, yeah, because netsov is, but again, drummer. he's he's twenty-five
0: he's an up-and-comer at 25
1: right yeah i think when i read articles and i read about actual up-and-comers there's mention of edmund 22 legitimate vaselli 23 sure yeah i've heard his name karen kashanov i've heard of him he's 20 I,
0: I haven't heard of him he's
1: russian um there's also uh borna korich I, he's constantly on every single list of like the up and comers of the tour Borna oh. Koric and he is 20. He is 59th right 59th, now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I don't know. I just I kind of like looking like focusing in on the age of the guys, right? Like if you look at the ages, you got a young Aussie, 22, Jordan Thompson.
0: Oh, we should uh, do a shout out for the Canadian kid, Chapalov, Chapalova. See is, is he ranked? Where is he? Uh I don't know, but I think he's this is the year where he's going to They'll show up.
1: Uh, Jared Donaldson is one of the Americans that they are talking about in that group. He's 20. He's 101 right now. Uh, Radek Stepanek at 38 is still on this fucking tour. Stepanek. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, they talk about Hyun Chung, the Korean. who's 20 and he's 105th. Oh, that's good. Uh, Francis Taiafo. He's another one. 18 years old American that's in that group. He's just ahead of uh, Kovalik. Hundred eighth, never mind. Our Canadian guys are way out.
0: Yeah, well, they're also like seventeen. Shapovalov S- is two hundred thirty fourth, and
1: yeah, they sixteen and seventeen. Ojalisim
0: is uh, six fourteen, but he's yeah, he's this is and this is their
1: year to qualify. This is their like last year's Kovalik, right? Like Kovalik's year last year. That's what they're looking at this year. Right, like a, a grind on these qualifiers and like trying to get. Getting their foot in the door, right? This is where they're gonna jump like a hundred spots easily, just from qualifying a little bit.
0: Yeah, and they should, because well, Shepovlov was uh, like he won round one and uh, played good for mm-hmm. his loss in. Uh, oh well, this series uh, round one and two he got through mm-hmm. in that uh, other tournament where my guy beat. Uh, well,
1: they're also they're also winning. The Wimbledon, like the Junior Wimbledon and the Junior French and stuff, they're winning.
0: Yes, yeah, they both each one of them. It's won, not it's not this
1: each. five six group of Americans winning those. It's the Canadians. So yeah, take that for what it's worth. So moving on then, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we start hacking up this bracket or what?
0: No, let's uh, let's smash this thing.
1: Cool. I'm just bringing up my bracket that I did just so I have it in front of me here just in case. So, yeah. So-
0: Start at the top.
1: Yeah, quarter. First quarter of the bracket, we got um, So Murray. who do you
0: have playing in the quarterfinal?
1: Who do I have playing in the quarterfinal? That's quite a ways in here. Just a second. Quarterfinal. Why don't we do round of 16? That's Okay. Quarterfinal's quite a ways in. Uh, so I got Murray and Isner in the round of 16.
0: And I have Murray and Pui.
1: Okay, so Pui beat Isner?
0: Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... So saying that, that means that Andy Murray uh, beats Marchenko, and uh, Marchenko is actually thought of as
0: If there's a chance for the big guys to lose, it's usually in round one.
1: Well, that's been Murray's thing, right? Yeah. But we're basically dismissing a lot of these other guys. We're dismissing Garcia Lopez. We're dismissing... uh, Actually, we're not dismissing too many guys. We're dismissing Burdich, aren't we? No, we're not. That's where it ends. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, so it makes sense. It's either Pui or Isner. Query can go fuck himself. He's done.
0: I think, uh Well, I think Query is going to play Murray.
1: Yeah. The, great, the greatest moment of Query's career happened last year. Yeah. It's over now. Okay. So you got Murray and Isner. What about the next section?
0: Uh, I have Federer and Nishikori. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And so who do you have winning that? Nishikori. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, next one. I uh, have Johnson and Kyrgios. I have Wawrinka. And Kyrios. Kyrios, yeah. And you have Warinka winning? I actually have... Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I've got Kyrios. No, I've got Kyrios winning. Oh, okay. Um, Sanga
1: and Seelich yeah.
0: is my next one. And I have Seelich as the victor on that.
1: I've got... Uh, this one's going to be different from yours. I've got uh, Korich and Zverev in the next one.
0: Oh, yeah. I've got Mafis and Zverev. And I've got Zverev as the...
1: Just wait, just wait. Uh, Ferrer and Raonic.
0: I have... Uh, Bautista Agut and Rownich.
1: Yeah, it could be. Uh, Team and Goffin. Yep. Dimitrov and Djokovic. Yep. Okay, so we're on par.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. Only a couple. Yeah.
1: So you've then got Djokovic uh, and
0: Goffin. I've got Djokovic and Team.
1: Okay. Either way, Djokovic goes through.
0: Yep. I've got Rownich
1: and Zverev.
0: Uh, me also.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kyrgios and Sanga.
0: I've. Curios and Seilich.
1: Okay. Uh, Murray and Nishikori. Yeah. All right. So I've got uh, Nishikori and Curios.
0: You've got Nishikori and Curios. Yeah. So
1: I've got Nishikori beating Murray. Beating Murray. And Interesting. I've, I've got Curios beating Songo.
0: I have uh, Murray Curios. Okay.
1: Next one, I've got Zverev versus Djokovic.
0: And I've got Raonic versus Jokovic.
1: So we're looking at a Jokovic-Kyrgios final for both of us? No. Okay, Jokovic-Murray final for you?
0: I've got a Raonic-Murray final. <laughs>
1: what a homer. Ladies and gentlemen, you're homer. Mister.
0: This, this nonsense of Murray beating Raonic, I think, is going to continue this year. Raonic losing over and over to Murray just to make me angry.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, our homer, Andrew Riches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I've got Kyrgios winning this thing.
0: I oh, Really?
1: Over Jokovic. Yeah.
0: I'm going out on a limb. I'm trying to be colorful. Well, yeah, that was me being colorful, be picking the homer.
1: Hey, Aussie, winning the Aussie Open, redemption for all this nonsense. Great. It'd be a lot of fun to watch.
0: I'd that. actually really enjoy that, although I would enjoy it more if it was like, curios rionich final <laughs> and then i would obviously want rionich to win but uh but it would be fun for curios to it would be good to have like two two young guys they're not young they're the same age they're middle of the pile now mm-hmm. two regular guys
1: <laughs> i agree where do you have uh where do you have tomich going out since this is the aussie open we should at least talk about that bastard uh,
0: this might take me a minute to find him where is he on this? Seelich?
1: is it sealich Oh, goodness.
0: It's uh I think he's going out in the second round. To if be- I can find it.
1: To Bedeen or Estrella Burgos?
0: Oh, no. Yeah, I have him going out in to Seelich. Okay. Mhm. Although he could go out in the first round. We wouldn't be shocked. Nope. To Baluchi.
1: This is what I mean. I see Korich, Borna Korich. This guy that they're just they won't stop talking about him. I I see him beating Doga I see him beating Malfi and since surprising everybody. And that's going to be the beginning of Mofe's drop.
0: Hmm. That'll be fun, though. I'm excited. There's there's a
1: lot of these young uh, Americans. Like all of these, this this group of five, a whole bunch of them uh, qualified. So, I mean, you're seeing Michael Momoa, who's like 190th in the world. He's a group. He's a part of this five. He has uh, qualified in the wild card against Simone Jared Donaldson.
0: You have uh, Vesely or Vasili is uh, playing Mofe's right away. He could prove his worth in the first round.
1: No. Mofis will do one of his classic five-setters and be exhausted. <laughs> He'll be exhausted going up against uh, against uh, Korich. Yeah. So another interesting thing I was looking at as well was they were giving a breakdown of, of um, time spent on the court.
0: Right. And this must have been great if you were paying attention to Djokovic's collapse last year. His undeserved... 7 sets to make it to the final or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it's hard to account for all the walkovers and stuff, but the the point of the article was to show that there's certain players that spend too much time overall on the court. Right. Murray's Murray's one of them. So it's going to catch up to Murray, and you can already see like 2017 exhausted him. You could tell or 2016 exhausted him. So I don't I I think he stumbles back, and I don't know what Djokovic does. It's probably more likely that jokovic just takes number one back from him just because the point totals are too large mm-hmm. and jokovic has already been too consistent to not go back to number one so i expect jokovic to take number one back i don't think you would disagree
0: no it makes sense and i think um jokovic was i think he was injured early earlier in the year and kept playing but he he didn't look right in the last tournament at all and was so lucky that he got all those walkovers. And um, I thought he was going to lose really early because it looked like that was going to happen a lot. But I think he's he's had a lot of time to to fix himself. So it makes sense that he'd be coming back stronger than his last few appearances last year.
1: It'll be about the next generation players and how far they push him and how much they surprise him because it's going to be harder that that uh, walkover nonsense that you talked about, we both felt that in that tournament, had those players showed up... Yeah, he, he wouldn't would, have uh, been
0: in the final. No.
1: No, it would have been a lot harder for him. So I think that he knows it. I think he knows his his level dropped, and I think he's going to try really hard to come back to it, but he's not the unbeatable player anymore. And like I said earlier, that's in everybody else's mind too. And you mm-hmm. got these crazy guys that just don't stop. Like... Like Rounich, God bless him. He just his attitude is never ending in terms of like this is my goal and I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah, that's all he says. His interviews yeah. are the worst. Yeah,
1: like this is my mission. Oh, well, and I'm, I'm going gonna to be number
0: one for yeah. however long it can be. But that's yeah. uh, that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I am going to accomplish this and I'm going to put my mind to it and I'm going to do it. Blah 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 blah. And we're like, okay, Roundich, you keep getting closer and you keep improving. And those injuries sure set you back. But man, like if you can stay healthy uh we'll just we'll just watch with delight if if you manage to pull it off that's great and nishikori is like scary how my, how dedicated that guy is so
0: nishikori it is not gonna I, be i love watching him but i think he's like he plays injured all the time yeah like his feet are fucked up sometimes
1: <laughs> they're just it's, it's not gonna be easy any more. There's too many good players that are rising up, too many young players that are turning that page. It's going to be very, very difficult to constantly maintain Jokovic is 29, Murray's 29, Nadal is 30. Like everybody looks at Nadal and says he's broken down, he's done, it's the way he plays, blah blah blah. Well, I don't care how awesome Jokovic looks. He's 29 and he's got very similar mileage on that body. So, although he may not look as worn down or as injured as Nadal. The mileage is there and it mm-hmm. will catch up with him. So
0: Yeah, you can only, you know, win thirty, five hundred tournaments in a row.
1: When it stops, it stops.
0: Like that's uh that's a lot of tennis.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is a lot of tennis. It's it's huge. And and Federer went on a longer run than he did. Yeah. And you can tell that Djokovic's style of game is a lot easier on his body than, than Nadal's is, but in the same comment uh Federer's style of play is even more easier Mm -hmm. on the body than Jokovic's is so that means that Jokovic has a smaller window than Federer does so hey it is what it is and Murray oh man the emotion that that guy goes through the roller coasters of emotion that that guy experiences on the court when he hangs up his racket he's gonna throw it in the corner
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's uh
1: gonna be fuck this sport and fuck this place I'm out
0: He's uh, an interesting person to watch. It's hard to watch him when he's mad at himself.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, Especially when you're not a Jokovic fan and you're, you've are you been pulling for Murray every time that he's gone up and lost against him. Just watching mm-hmm. him fail is like... It's like watching Raunich fail against Murray. It's fucking depressing.
0: That's what I would really like to see, actually, is I would like to see Murray beat Jokovic for a slam because he hasn't. Mm.
1: He will, uh, yeah, he beat him in the finals, right? Okay.
0: I'd like, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to see him beat him for, for a title. I think that would uh, do wonders for his mental stability.
1: So, just as a summary to last year, who won every Grand Slam last year? Who are the title holders?
0: So you got Djokovic, Aussie Murray, Open, Murray and Warenka. Isn't Wait, that what happened? Murray won the
1: French. No,
0: I thought that's what happened.
1: Is that what happened?
0: Oh. We know what happened. it isn't. So he won Wimbledon last year. Murray won Wimbledon, and that's it? Yeah. And the finals? Djokovic won the Aussie Open and the French. Okay. Right. He completed his career slam at the French. Yeah. And Marenka took the The US. US Open. Okay. All right. Now, the other thing that I really want to see happen, just because it would be ridiculous, is... I'd like to see Warenka pretty much lose all the time, except I'd like him to win the Wimbledon so that he can have the little collection, a career slam. Um, And it would go 2014, Australia Open, 2015, French, 2016, U.S., 2017, Wimbledon.
1: That would be wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rich is the I want to see this specific scenario happen or this specific thing happen. Yeah, great. Whatever.
0: Great story. Yeah.
1: Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, I just want to point out something about Fritz quickly. Yeah. Uh, just to back my, uh, my, my final goodbye to Taylor Fritz. I was reading uh, this wonderful article that pointed out something about his statistics, and I think that we should maybe look a little closer when we're making our selections, uh, our next three selections. Mm-hmm. Um, for 2016, Fritz finished 52nd in the Serve Leaders category, ...of the ATP stats leaderboards, uh, including 30th in first serve points 1, 73.2%, and 17th in average aces per match, 84 Oh, wow. So Fritz's first serve is really good. Dynamite, he's 6'4". So f- for, for him to show up in leaderboards like that on that specific stat says to me that we should maybe take that into account when we look outside of the top 30 for our next three... Maybe take a look at some of these specific statistics leaderboards, because that'll maybe point us in the direction of some interesting selections.
0: Could be a really boring match to watch him and Raonic play. Yeah,
1: maybe. (laughs) Uh, uh, And they're suggesting that Fritz will find his growth in 2017 on returning. Oh, yeah. That's good. He's 66th best in return leaders. He didn't break the top 50 in any of the four return statistics that comprised the return leaders category, but he's good enough to be 66th overall in return of serve. So that means that those will increase and that he will see a great advance in that area, potentially. Interesting. Uh, 2016 percentage chance of breaking serve by point score. So at 15, Love, Fritz has a 12% chance. Edmund has a 15% chance, and Zverev has a 15% chance. At Love 15, he has a 32% chance. Edmund has a 31% chance. Varev has a 41% chance. So it's like giving you very specific, like advanced statistics. Where are you finding these? Oh, this is an article that I'm, I'm reading. I'm not sure where to pull these stats from yet, but I'm just reading like this article that was written about Fritz Mm -hmm. and it's pointing out all of these advanced statistics. So my plan is to find these advanced statistics. It says, um, ATP stats, leaderboards, and it mentions something about, uh, powered by infosys information platform so
0: interesting i
1: don't know it's just uh it's interesting that they're using edmund in this chart as well because he mm-hmm. was one of my other picks and they're comparing yeah. him with zverev as well so i'm like oh fuck i just because i didn't look at any stats i was just like uh edmund yeah uh fritz <laughs> that's funny
0: yeah Pardon. that means uh you have uh, some idea of what's going on with players good job critic <laughs>
1: whatever I honestly think that you watch tennis more than I do. So, But I'm excited for the uh, the Aussie Open this year. I'm genuinely excited, and I'm going to be staying up a little bit, probably too late, mm-hmm. trying to watch some tennis.
0: Yeah, and the days that I don't work, I'll definitely be watching. So ladies because I'm mind, up at that time anyway.
1: Here's the outcome here tonight, okay? Um, Andrew and I will probably uh, reconvene before the final to have a discussion about what actually happened in the tournament and kind of review our, uh, our brackets to see how wrong we are. And, um, you know, based on how the tour goes this year, if it's just an, another, you know, Jokovic is going to win everything year, then we'll probably just do the Grand Slams. But if we start to see some crazy shit go down with some of these young kids, we might be so jacked up about tennis that we start doing more tournaments. So stay tuned if we are. You'll see them. If we aren't,
0: you won't. Gotta put those used balls away. Gotta mix those drinks. Prisoners thrown in the towel.
1: Gotta restring those rackets.
0: It's another walkover. Stay hydrated.
1: It is Australia.
0: How many lucky losers are gonna get the opportunity to play this? One?